Welcome to A Cloud of Witnesses. This podcast is a ministry dedicated to encouraging unity in the body of Christ through the reading and discussion of church history. My name is Chris Perret. In today's episode, we will be discussing chapters 6 and 7 of St. Ambrose on the Holy Spirit, book 1. Hello, here we are in our discussion this week. I'm very glad that you're here with me. I want to take a little bit of a different approach here and discuss a specific passage. The first few verses of chapter 6 really talk about how there is a difference between the baptism of water and the baptism of the Holy Spirit and how we display death through the baptism of water but life is infused through the baptism and the giving of the Holy Spirit. And I want to focus specifically on verse 79, the second half of it. It says, For although we were visibly sealed in our bodies, we are in truth sealed in our hearts, that the Holy Spirit may portray in us the likeness of the heavenly image. That's really what I want to talk about in this week's episode, the idea of us as Christians portraying the heavenly likeness. It is of the utmost importance that we understand that our new life in Christ is meant to be an act of worship of God that is visible to those around us. This is something that's often hard for me because, as odd as this may sound, I like to kind of be in the background sometimes, which I know is kind of weird saying on a podcast that's being broadcast to as many people who will listen. But talking into a microphone and talking to someone in person, there's a pretty distinct difference in those two actions. Sometimes the responsibility of representing God can be very, very daunting. And yes, as we've been reading in these passages, it is the Holy Spirit within us that does these, but our face is still the face that is seen. Our voice is still the voice that is heard. And there is a deep sense of responsibility to live up to that call of being a light in a dark world. Jesus says in multiple Gospels, Luke and Matthew, that no one lights a lamp just to put it under a basket, and that we are to let our light shine before men. I don't know about you, but I often find myself shining my darkness before men a whole lot more than I shine my light before men. I let my anger leak out. I let my fear leak out. I let my vulgarity leak out and things of that nature. Well, letting the light of the gospel that I know dwells within me, the spirit who has made me whole to lie dormant and blocked off by a wall. Sometimes it's very difficult to believe that there truly is grace that All things can be redeemed. So often when we hear the passage in scripture that talks about how God will 
work all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So often we think about that as something where bad stuff is happening externally to us or we're being attacked or we have a sick family member. But I can look back at my own life and know that my own decisions have to be redeemed as well. That sometimes can feel more impossible than anything else, that my own individual actions and choices, rather than reaping what I've sown, that I will reap what God has sown. There is a deep sense of humility that is needed to let the Holy Spirit portray in us the divine nature. It's not something where we go out and we do all sorts of things for God. It is a matter of submission. When we look at the life of Christ, he says pretty blatantly that he does nothing unless the Father says. And our life in the Spirit is designed to do the same thing, that in action we allow the Spirit to work in us and speak to us and take action that may not go with what we think we should be doing but is directly correlating to what God is doing in and around us at that time. So often I feel like we read the scriptures and we see these stories of things that Jesus did, and then we go out and try and recreate them. We try and take the exact stories we see in scripture and bring them along into this day and age. Like, for example, I wholly believe in the current working of healing in the church. I think there is no reason to believe that the miracles of healing stopped when the apostles died. I just think there's there's no true biblical foundation for that if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I've experienced healing in my own life as well. But at the same time, there is a lot of healing in which we try to enact a work of God in a human act. And we weren't really looking for what the Father was doing. And a biblical example of how healing is something that God desires, but he's going to do it in his own way, is at the Pool of Bethesda. If we read the passage, it talks about how there were people down there waiting to get into the pool. And Jesus did not walk through the pool and heal everyone who was there. He found one man. And in that moment, the father said to him, yes, you are to heal this man. And so he carried out that act. There was a hyper focus on what God was saying, not what his experience had been thus far, where he had, yes, healed people in mass and things of that nature. But in that moment, even though there were so many people that wanted to be healed or else they wouldn't have been at that pool, Jesus set out the one. Sometimes this was a passage that had me struggle as I began to learn about the idea of divine healing. But at its core, it discusses and points out the need for a deep, centered, focused relationship with God through Jesus Christ for their individual track in life. 
in chapter seven of St. Ambrose's work here, he hints at that with a passage talking about the apostles. He discusses how they were different men in different places, and that did not change the fact that the Holy Spirit was working through them as individuals. Specifically, he says, the persons then were different, but the accomplishment of the working was in all one, because the Holy Spirit is one of whom it is said, ye shall receive power, even the Holy Spirit coming upon you, and ye shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and unto the ends of the earth. This passage of the Holy Spirit being a witness and sending out is often spoken about with foreign missions, but we cannot forget that Jerusalem was the starting point, that we are to be witnesses of Christ where we are. And I know that's difficult for me. I know that at my job, I would much rather fly under the radar and keep things to myself and not really be a witness. But I've had to learn, and I'm still learning, that often being a witness is acting as Christ did, being a servant, being diligent, being helpful where I can. I really just want to encourage you all that if you have been struggling with your place, your point, your calling, yes, take time to seek out if a change is to be made, but walk out the calling of witness where you are and in a way that honors God. And I think I want to end today off with this. He taught then that this was the will of God, that rather by walking in good works and words and affections, we should be filled with the will of God, who puts his Holy Spirit in our hearts. And I think that's looking back over what I've discussed in this episode is really what it comes down to, that we will struggle. We will have trouble. Jesus promised us that. But we are given the opportunity to walk in good works and good words and in affections, in love. And even though we may find hardship, we can still represent God in our own lives. Even as the apostles were different, so our lives will be different. And with that, I will end our discussion for this week, and we will see you next time. Well, it's been a while. Thank you for your patience with me. I know that this episode is going up quite late. Uh, I usually record on Sundays, and this past Sunday was obviously Easter, so I was spending time with my family, which was a lot of fun. Played some board games, had a good time. I am going to try and continue to do this on a weekly basis. It is becoming more and more difficult as I've come into a few more responsibilities at home, but I'm going to do everything I can, maybe try recording a couple episodes at once when I do have the time. But again, your feedback in all of this is very, very important to me, and I hope that you will give me some. I haven't really received any, just a couple things. Your comments will help me understand what is best for this podcast. If you are subscribing, please leave a comment or a rating on iTunes. If you are on Facebook, follow me on Facebook at 
facebook.com slash cloud of witness p if you prefer short form with twitter you can find me at cloud of witness p on twitter i need input because if i don't have input i don't know how to make this better thank you so much for your support and again for your patience in this episode going up late this week may the lord bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you and bring you peace amen thank you for listening Next week, we will be reading chapter 8 of St. Ambrose on the Holy Spirit, book 1.